Hey, welcome to James Crowley's Infinite Playlist, the podcast where I try to listen to every song that's ever existed. Uh, This week, my guest is Frankie Becerra, a comic, avid music listener, and nice boy. Thank you. Uh, Frankie, uh, where can people find you? Uh, I am on the Twitters at Frankie's Your Fave, F-R-A-N-K-I-E-S-Y-O-U-R-F-A-V, and I am on the Instagrams at Frankie underscore Becerra. Becerra is spelled B-E-C-E-R-R-A. Frankie is spelt the same way as I spelt it the first time. Awesome. And you could find me on Instagram at James P. Crowley and Twitter, James P. Crowley 68. Uh, before we get into the playlist, Frankie, uh, what describe your music listening habits. What, what type of music you like? He, well, I, 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 I've, ne- I've always been one of those dudes where, like, People like to say, oh, I like everything except, like, metal and country. I like everything including metal and country. So, like, I don't know. <laughs> that's ever, never really applied to me. Have you ever read their – I want to say it was Vice, but I don't think it was Vice. Okay. did an article about people that say they hate uh, – every. they like everything but rap and country. Okay. And, like, there's a lot of, like, class yeah. stuff that goes into that. That like, sounds right. It's really yeah. – it's really kind of an interesting read just because, like, they're they, – both typically tend to cover opposite sides yeah. of marginalized That makes sense. So, uh, as far as my music listening habits, I would say I'm a real full album bitch. Nice. I, I, I love a that's good rare. full album. Yeah. It's rare in 2019. And I think that's going to, that's definitely going to play a part in my playlist selections as well. Awesome. Cool. Uh, well, let's hop right into it. Uh, playlist we did today was uh, songs for when you're driving to work and you want to cry. Also, we didn't, uh, this wasn't, Part of my description, but avid crier. <laughs> I cry a lot too. Yeah, yeah. avid I, crier for sure. I saw Weird Al Yankovic over the weekend, and I teared up. Yeah, I, I think that would affect me as well. Yeah, in a similar way. Wasn't fun, um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> well, it was fun, well, it, but in in a different. I right. I like crying at shows. I was at okay. a show recently, and uh, as I was leaving, someone said. Uh, I heard someone say, I think that's the guy that was crying, and I'm like, yeah. I'm pretty sure you're talking about me. Here's the thing, I like. We, I'll cry at a lot of like weird stuff, but not when I'm supposed to. Like I haven't, I, my grandma died about a month ago to when this is being recorded and I still have not cried about that, but I did cry at the end of the movie Blockers (laughs) as well as New Jumanji and Deadpool 2. Uh, And I know those three as a grouping because I watched them all in the same week. Earlier this year. <laughs> I haven't seen New Jumanji. I started Deadpool 2. Did you cry when they kill off a character in the beginning? No, I cried at the end. Oh, I haven't gotten there yeah, yet. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> um, that's why I didn't tell you what happens at the end. Perfect. Okay, cool. All, all very good movies. That is, that's all I'm really here to say. Um, how many times have you cried on your way to work this week, though? This week? Well, here's the thing. I, as a multiple job worker, uh, I only am, one of my jobs is closed all week. So I've only driven to work so far once this week. So once. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is actually a very fitting topic since we are recording in the front seat of my car. Yeah, appropriate. Um, But uh, yeah, let's get into it. Um, Your first pick was Slow Burn by Casey Musgraves. Yes. uh, Which has been a big hit this year. Yeah, and here's the thing. A, love me some Casey. The new album is fantastic. My first three picks are all first songs off of the albums that they come from. Oh, cool. This is 
This might actually end up being the first episode in that six. Okay. And uh, and that's because these the three songs and the albums that they come from, those albums are albums that I'm constantly listening to on my way to work anyway. Okay. So cool. I, so like it made sense, but also these would be the three tra- tracks to choose from for this playlist anyway. So it just worked out. Pretty much everything on this list, the album I love very much. But it ha- it just so happened to be that these first songs the opening tracks made it onto the playlist. Cool. Perfect. Uh, tell me a little bit about Slow Burn. So, Admittedly, with, I'm late on Casey Musgraves. That's okay. She better, hasn't totally done it for me yet. Um, with Slow Burn, here's the thing. The, the, name, uh, the name that you gave me for the playlist was Songs for When You're Driving to Work and Want to Cry. And very often when I want to cry, I also don't want to cry. <laughs> that's, so, that's true. Especially yeah. when I get to work because... All of the jobs I've ever had, like give or take a few, have been immediately interacting with people for the entirety of the day. And so I don't want to look like I just came from crying. So Slow Burn for me is one of those like, okay, just calm down, chill out, take it easy kind of songs, especially when it leads into this album, but also on its own for me. And kind of for me, listening to it as not really a fan of Casey, it kind of sings about being in a routine of being like, yeah. okay, this is something that like yeah. you have to do. It's also every- genuinely a beautiful song as well. Yeah, yeah. She she's she has a nice voice, and yeah. I I like her. I I haven't I just haven't fallen in love with her yet. That's okay. The way that I feel like a lot of other she doesn't need you to. Pro- she's doing okay. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's doing she's the yeehaw queen. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. Um, and especially me knowing what your jobs are right right now. We'll get into those as well. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> um, cool. All right. Uh, I'll I'll jump into my first pick, yeah, which ahead. was "Nightlife" by Off with Their Heads. Okay. Uh, which completely different from. Yeah, very different. I I noticed <laughs> when we sent each other the lists, I noticed a lot of immediate difference and only one similarity, which we'll get to later. But I. I, I think it's on brand for the both of us. I think <laughs> yeah. both of our lists are very on brand. This, for the is, both this of is like us. when I follow you at show. Yeah, <laughs> so that's exactly what it is. Because we're 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 pretty good friends, <laughs> yeah. but like very different styles of and, comedy. And I definitely realized that at my last show <laughs> yes. that I had you come up ex- immediately afterwards for me, and I was like, oh, I you know what? <laughs> he's gonna friendship start wise that made sense, but uh, he's gonna oh start well. telling jokes about <laughs> pegging and yeah. stuff. Um, but yeah, Nightlife by Off With Their Heads. Yeah. I, I actually just got in advance of the new Off With Their Heads album, okay, and I'm that's super cool. stoked on it. But uh, f- for me, this conjured up a whole lot of like feelings of like, I, I first found this song when I was working a job that I hated. I was working at a startup right. that made websites for doctors, right. oh, uh, wow. which a lot of these songs will come into play with that yeah. specific job. Uh, but I would listen to this on the way to work, and... This, I actually do think, is a similarity between a lot of songs on your playlist, at least how they made me feel, okay. is I would put this on to, like, rally against crime. Yeah, yeah. Where a, lot of, a lot of my, at least half my lift list is like, don't do this right now. Yeah, where I could put this on and, like, throat-shreddingly scream along yeah. to it and be like... And that's the thing I noticed about your playlist. I think yours for you and mine for me, very... Well, does a very good job of differentiating what kind of sad boys we are. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this this is where I often felt like you were rallying against it. I tend to like to stew in it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, 
but yeah, getting to hear this and be like, I feel like this every night, yeah, you know, yeah. I was always scared someone that I work with would be driving in front of me to, okay. and like reasonable, see reasonable me concern. screaming along yeah. with this, doing some finger points and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> uh, Let's let's jump to your next track, "Good Morning" by Kanye West. So I love Kanye. Yes, there could have been a few Kanyes on my playlist. Honestly, same for me. But I didn't. Again, it could have been an entire yeah. albums of his. But I, I wanted to I wanted to limit myself. Uh, "Good Morning" is essentially it was my slow burn before slow burn came out. Kanye, it, this this album specifically was an album that I used to listen to. I used to swap between this and an album I'll mention later when I would drive to my job as a camp counselor. Because that was very shitty for a while, especially towards the end of my tenure there. And this would just kind of remind me, like, have a go into this with a good attitude or else it's only going to get worse. You're about to be surrounded by children. They don't know what's going on in your life. Just clear that shit out. Get it. Get on a better mind state. Have a good morning. The rest of the the rest of the day will follow. And and I feel like every morning you should go to work feeling like Kanye. Yeah, ideally, yeah. but <laughs> unfortunately, that's uh, that, that's not what my chemical imbalance grants me. Do you, so, do, well, have we, you we, ever like? I mean, I have different chemical imbalances. <laughs> have you ever woken up one morning and like you're like, oh, I'm kind of in a pretty good mood, and you put on a Kanye song, yep. walking into like a shitty job, yep. and you're like, this really doesn't fit, but I still feel good. Right, exactly. Like, let me just let me hang on to this for a little bit more. Love Kanye. Yeah. He's so good. Um, questionable now <laughs> in what he does. But uh, my next Still pick was uh, Mistaken for Strangers by The National. Okay. Um, I I love The National a yes. lot. I've spent many nights drinking alone listening to The National. I believe that. And uh, this was a song that I... I I listened to it a lot when I first started the job that I work now. Partially because, like, I don't get to dress like myself going yeah. to work at all. Yeah, I feel that. And, like, you see a little bit of it because I feel like you have a pretty good idea of how I dress. Yeah. Um, but, like, even, like, right now, I have, like, slacks on. Right. Um, because I pretty much came from work. And it's got that chorus of showered and blue blazered, right. fill yourself with quarters. And I'm like... Oh, I do feel like I'm filling myself with quarters <laughs> every single morning. <laughs> yeah, that, that's fair. Yeah. I uh, admittedly, listening to your playlist was the first time I heard a lot of these songs. But every time, for pretty much all of them, I was like, yeah, that tracks. That, yeah. that <laughs> I know, I know, I know Jim well enough to be like, yeah, this, this adds up. <laughs> um, this was no exception. Yeah, this. This one, admittedly, there's a lot of national songs that are a lot sadder sounding, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. but this one was one where I was like, okay, you know, this this is a good one when you're walking to work. Yeah. Yeah. I can agree with that. And I, I'll i bring this up later, actually. Keep going. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, well, your next pick is Girl okay. by Maren Morris. So this is the third and final of the opening track trilogy that opens my playlist. And this song specifically was the song that I had most recently cried to on my way to work when I saw <laughs> that option on the list that you gave me you of, like, this was of, this morning. of topics, pretty much. And I was just like, well, that happened mere hours ago. <laughs> so we're doing that. That was, uh, that, the, the album came out in March, and uh, March was a rough month for me work-wise. I started two new jobs that month. Ugh. And I wasn't I wasn't happy with 
either of them really, but one of them I was very unhappy with. And uh, and this just came on when I was driving, and I was like, it's hitting, it's hitting where it needs to. But the song itself is very like, hey, I know shit's not great right now, but like hang in there because you you gotta like it's yeah. gonna be okay. Like she Things literally aren't says as bad over as and over seem. again, everything's gonna be all right. And obviously, it is more directed towards women. The song being called "Girl,", Girl. <laughs> but whatever, twenty nineteen, baby, yeah. it's fine. Doesn't matter. Exactly. I I love kind of finding uplifting songs that yeah. like don't necessarily apply. Exactly. To I me I on a I, level. I tend to enjoy songs even better if it's not for me because like, good. Let me hear yeah. new points of views. I just got an advance of an album by uh, a black queer punk band and i'm okay. like that's not me at all and yeah it, and i'm like oh but i feel a lot of these things Ex- i'm sure yeah like the best feeling i think when that's i'm awesome. like oh this wasn't something that was meant for me but yeah I fi- that's a great song when when a, when like a group of people that are traditionally marginalized can still make something feel universal yeah that's yeah, yeah. um agreed my next pick is avoiding catatonic surrender okay. by uh by tim barry yes. from the band of ale okay um this is kind of a country song. Yeah. It's uh it's a little bit sad. Right. Uh actually it's a lot sad. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> uh I feel like I found this song also at a time when like a l- I think I found this after I started dating Shannon. Okay. Um and I think that a lot of the sad songs I tend to stew in kind of focus on like failed relationships or bad relationships. Yeah. And I think this one does that a lot too, but it also kind of gets like the I'm in a rut yeah, that I'm yeah, not breaking stuck. out yeah. of. Yeah, I got a few of those. And he's just like, you know, I, I'm going on, I can't keep singing these songs. Right. Um, but he's also kind of redundant in some parts where he sings like, I hate Democrats, I hate Republicans, yeah, I, I hate that. liberals yeah. too. Yeah. And I'm like, you already said you hate yeah. Democrats. <laughs> um, He's just going. He's just trying to hit every mark on the spectrum. There's an uncut version where he just rallies against every political faction that you can possibly. <laughs> Fuck libertarians. Just I hate libertarians. I hate conservatives. The Green Party can blow me. Um, independents are off. You know, but uh, yeah, I I feel like this song really is is very specific and perfect in its depiction of. Working a shitty job. He yeah. says, I made a hundred bucks and yep. I never save it. So, right. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, your next pick is We Used to Wait by Arcade Fire. This was another, this and this was the album I talked about earlier when I said uh, between graduation and the suburbs, I would swap between like drives to and from camp for the most part. And this was a big one for me. Uh, I actually, <laughs> I went back and forth on which song from this album to choose. I was originally going to do We Used to Wait. Or no, I was originally going to do... Um, uh, oh my God, I can't remember. I did We Used to Wait. When I when I think of the other one, I'll let you know. But uh, with We Used to Wait, it's another one of those like... It's like a growing old and also kind of like... But not happy about it. You know what I mean? Like It's being aware of your own exactly. time yeah, running yeah, out. Yeah. Which is insane yeah Um, yeah it's very and then just the line where he screams wishing you were here or no no no, i did wasted hours oh when you texted me you said we that's on that's on me i did wasted (laughs) hours i 
That's why I got confused, because I did waste <laughs> They both hours. start with Ws. Exactly. <laughs> wasted hours by Arcade Fire, because I originally had We Used to Wait, but fucked it up. Anyway, wasted hours when he just screams, wishing you were anywhere but here. Watch the life we live and disappear. Like, that's one of the most screamed lyrics in my car, easily. But yeah. It's, uh, it's like a... It's like a circular song. Yeah, it feels like it doesn't end. Yeah. And like, I don't know. That's a that's a that's probably my favorite Arcade Fire album. Yeah. Oh, easily um, for me. Although when I was looking for it, I was like because you know, I just started clicking through the albums. I'm like, pretty sure this is on the suburbs. Yeah, and yeah, and then I was like <laughs> but I didn't see it right away, so I'm like, is it Neon Bible? Is it funeral? Right. It wasn't those and I'm like, I yeah. swear to God, if this is on everything now <laughs> or <God> reflector. <laughs> I'm going to have to stop being friends with Frank. That's fair. That's honestly, that's a good line to draw. Um, yeah. My next take was uh, Grant at Galena by okay. Craig Finn, lead singer of The Hold Steady. Okay. Uh, this this whole album is kind of a bummer. Yeah. I was, um, yeah, I, I get that vibe. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so like, this is something that, like, my past three songs have been things that, like, I'm not necessarily listening to the full album. But, okay. like... Craig Finn, this album came out this year, so I think it's just been fresh in my mind. Right, that makes sense. And, like, excuse me, just, like, the fact that, like, Craig Finn's just, like, I I need something new. Yeah, that's fair. And I think this was this was one of my favorites of the songs that I hadn't heard off of your playlist, I think. Oh, I'm glad. And I, it might just because it was, it might just be because it was long, slow, and sad, but, like, that's that's a trio I'm yeah. not afraid of. Like that's that's something I'm down for. Well, it, it, what I what always kind of captures me about it is the fact that he's like, oh, I I found a bird in the backyard and like I gave it a funeral right. and you know he keeps singing the refrain, which is also the album title. I need a new war, yeah. which I could easily replace with I need a new job, yeah. Uh, and yeah. you end up just focusing on the some little thing that like you've assigned meaning. To yeah. over and over again, yeah. be it a dead bird or right. something. Like and the reason that you keep getting up yeah. every day to go in and do whatever it is you go in and do. Exactly. And yeah. like Craig Finn is one of my favorite lyricists in right. music today. So, yeah. Yeah, that's cool good. stuff. Uh, your next track was Sleater Kinney's, uh, Sleater Kinney's A New Wave. So, so far, each of my tracks have been kind of like in pairs. Like, Slow Burn and Good Morning are my, like, all right, wake up, take it easy, calm down songs. Girl and we used to, uh, Girl and Wasted Hours uh, <laughs> are my, like, all right, let's let it out a little bit songs with the sadness. And then New Wave is my first, like, all right, let's pump it up a little bit. Let's get a little angry at some shit. This is, this is another song that I really like. And, I, like, I f when it came out was, like, two years ago, I think 2017, and it was, I remember I listened to it for the first time on my, on my way to my job at the time. And I was just like, well, this is, this is going into that circulation. Because the job that I had at the time wasn't that far away from me. So I didn't have time to do like a whole album. So there were a few songs where I was just like, yep, let's get this out. And let's just fucking start the day. <laughs> this... I can't remember why I wrote this. I, I've, uh, admittedly, I haven't given Sleater Kinney a fair listen. This was the first song of theirs that I ever heard. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, but I wrote, it feels like it describes comedy in my notes. And yeah. I don't know why. I can't remember why off the top of my head, even though they, I wrote They have a line today. where they say, uh, no one here is taking notice. Right. And that's, yes. Very, yes. that's very where we are at comedy <laughs> right now. So that's fair. Uh, 
That's how I feel. That's how we're about to go to an open mic, yeah. and uh, everyone's going to be on their phones. Yeah. The entire people in the front row are going to be on their phones, and it's going to be our friends that are doing <laughs> it, which will be the worst part. Like, that's cool okay. looking around. How's yeah, everyone exactly. doing? Um, my next track was Left and Leaving by The Weaker Thans. Yes. Um, which this this whole album is kind of a bummer. Of course. Um, it's called. I want to go on record. Second song in a row you've said that for. And Did, I like, oh. <laughs> and I feel like the whole playlist that, that could be the case. Hey, I got I got a couple of positive <laughs> That's things true. coming you do. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Left and Leaving. the The album's called Left and Leaving, right. and what kind of you know? I end up. I have this big fear of being left behind. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and he just, John K. Sampson, great, another great lyricist, he just yeah. says, like, you know, we're left to wonder who's left and who's leaving. Right. And, like, you're just kind of like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And yeah, that hits it. You, you see it more <laughs> and more. Yeah. <laughs> every, you know, I, yeah. I, every moment I feel like less and less of my friends live close to yeah, me. Yeah, no, I'm definitely, yep, my literally... Uh, my like three best friends from high school have all moved to the point where like the closest one for me right now is like a half hour away, so and like we still like that one I still talk to all the time. But like you know it's distance. We're at that age where like the people that like we're used to seeing every day that that doesn't happen very much. Yeah, I I have a friend that like we we lived together in college, so yeah. we were super tight. But then like she she lived like half an hour away, and she moved closer. But I still feel like distant yeah because, because she's moved out of her parents house yeah see that's why just to be safe i didn't make any friends at college fair <laughs> <laughs> just kidding shout out to like two people this, this became a much sadder podcast yeah, well that's that's the road we were going down <laughs> that's anyway. true that's fine uh uh your next pick is love it if we made it by the 1975 that's another like harmless energy like pumping it up a little bit for me but also it's one that i listened to a lot while I was at a job that I was only at for about a month because it had just come out and I was very excited for the new 1975 album because they had released like this is their best yeah album. oh yeah, yeah I think so never been a 1975 fan but like this one I was like oh this yeah. makes sense they, it made me feel better about liking them like <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, for this for this album cycle they released like five songs off of the album like a month before the album came out. And so, and this was the first of those singles. And so I had a job that was like 12 to 15 minutes away from my house. And so it was like the perfect amount of time to listen to like all five of those songs. And this was always like the highlight for me. But also it like, it needed to wake me up because this was a job that I had to be at at like 6.55 in the morning. So it was like, all right, time to let's... It's got a groove. Let's just shake you know, it off and get in there. And I also like it because it's... Uh, and I might have said this to you, I'm not sure, but this song is basically We Didn't Start the Fire for Millennials. Yeah, yeah. Like that's, and I, I, and I love sure that I'm pretty sure I've heard it. you say Yeah, it. I love that about well, it. Well, what's kind of funny about it is like when you think about how specific it is, it, it really isn't something that like would yeah. appeal to me. Not uh, wouldn't appeal to me personally, but I'd end up thinking like, why do I, you know. It, it does, a, it dates itself, but like not terribly. Yeah. It does a good job. And then you it. get to that chorus where you're just like, okay, cool. And yeah, exactly. Get through shit. I would love it if we made it because I don't know if we will. Like, <laughs> uh, And we might not. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> um, my next track was Appointments by Julian Baker. Yes. Uh, which, another hyper bummer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one third of Boy Genius, which... Okay. 
amazing super group. Um, and the day this album came out, I was severely hungover, okay. and I was really upset about it. Right. And this this song had been released ahead of time, but yeah. it didn't hit me until that day. Yeah, it got and, you right when you needed to. And like, I don't know, a lot of these I definitely listened to, like driving to work or like sitting on the train hungover. Right. And just like, I don't know. Most of my problems track back to alcohol. <laughs> um, and now what, what you mentioned that I think is interesting is uh, you take the train primarily to work. Now I do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I've always been a drive-to-work boy. Does, does taking the train to work affect the decision or the action of whether or not you will cry on your way to work? Um, I uh, Well, so I don't know if I've cried a whole... I haven't cried a lot on the train just okay, because I haven't been... You know, you're... A lot of the time, I feel like I, I counteract crying by going to sleep. And okay, you can sleep sense. on the train. Right. They will let you do that. Yeah. Yes. So, like, uh, when I feel bad, I'll try to fall asleep. I'll listen to podcasts. And, like, I, I'm trying to read in the mornings now. So, right. like, I do listen to a lot of music on the train again. Right. But, like, yeah, I, I don't listen to music on the yeah. train all oh, that see, often. I can't listen to music and read at the same time. Oh, I, like, need to. Yeah. But, like... That's why I was bad at homework. (laughs) (laughs) Admittedly, though, like, if someone, like, tells me to check something out or if a new artist has an album out that, like, I'm interested in, I'll usually, like, check it out while I'm reading. You just recommended uh, an EP to me. And first listen, I I read. Okay, cool. So, yeah, that's my initial, uh, that's, like, my first test in new music. Right, that makes sense. A lot of the time, I'm like, if it can take me out of reading. Yeah. See, I I have the same thing, but it's just like if it can take me out of whatever online Pokemon battle I'm currently. (laughs) Like that's that's (laughs) my bar. Yeah. Same same thing. Yeah. But yeah, appointments by Julian Baker. It's not Julian Baker is kind of notorious for being a sad songwriter. Yeah. But I I think that the fact that she's trying to feel better and then says. I need to believe that everything's going to turn out all right. I know that it's not. This was another one I really liked on your playlist. Thank you. Yeah. I, uh, Julian, if you haven't checked out Julian, you should. I haven't, should. but it's, it's on my to-do list now She's because awesome. of this. Her, yeah. Check out Boy Genius, too, okay. and like the other two members' solo yeah. projects, because awesome yeah. shit. So, yeah. Um, your next track was uh, Long Time Sunshine yes. by Weezer. This was... Uh, you look like every member of Weezer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. This was... Uh, it was a late addition for me in the in the playlist-making process, but it was one that, like, once I thought about it, I was like, there's no way that I can't put this song on this playlist for me because it's... A, I would say top five Weezer songs for me, and B, this is, like, the next... Kind of like how the first few songs were, like, intro songs the next few songs for me are very like career centric as you'll see and this one is very like especially where you and i are in like pursuing comedy right now yeah. this one's very like what am i even doing yeah. like why why I did i decide to do up. this yeah this is a very like it, shit could be so much more simple if I didn't have the dreams that I had. I, like, I had the thought today where I'm like, you know, if I stopped doing comedy, I'd probably be better off. Yeah, but then oh, 100%. I, I, I also think know, that all the time. I also know I'm going to wake up tomorrow and be like, oh, I have a thousand ideas that yeah, I want to exactly. talk about on stage. I, I feel the same exact way. And, like, I, I've, been, I've been, like, struggling with a way to properly word this, but I'm going to say it out loud anyway. I'm jealous of my friends that have 
a desire to do something with their lives that is more easily accomplished. Oh, 100%. And that's, that's nothing against totally my friends fair. that are like are like whatever they do, but like my friends that are teachers, there are specific steps to take and then you become a teacher. And you're allowed to keep being a teacher as long as you don't like hit a kid or touch or them. molest a kid. <laughs> like and but like there's no with comedy it's like do it for at least 10 years. And hope for the best. Also, it has to be the only thing you do, and you have to give it all your time, always. And then maybe someone will notice you and decide, fuck it, I'll give him a shot. Or you'll make enough money to scrape by. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. And, and, like, and, and again, that's not like, I, I, I have nothing but respect for most of the teachers that I know, and like everyone else that's doing what they're doing. Anyone that's my age and has a fucking job that they enjoy doing, I'm jealous of to begin with, but like... I'm really fond there of the steps to take to get there. I'm really fond of telling people that I'm burdened by the weight of ambition. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, I always think is a funny phrase, yeah. but I also think maybe it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's <sighs> it, it's funny to hear you say if you're if you know you're not actually that much of an asshole. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but like it's it's one of those things that like I I don't know. I I like I I have a friend from college that like He's got a great job now. He makes a shitload of money. Yeah. He doesn't like his job, yeah. but he makes enough money that like he could go and get like shit wrecked on the weekends, and that's what he looks forward to. Right. And like right. it's a very simple life where he's like, "Oh yeah, I don't want anything more than to make money yeah. and do fun things when I don't have to work." I got I have friends that are nurses, and they love that they're nurses. It's what they've always wanted to do, and they've always known exactly what steps to take to get there. Yeah. And now they're killing it as nurses. It will not Killing it's maybe not. They're but the, they're, they're continuing to make yeah. things live as nurses. Yeah, but they're enjoying the exactly. career that they yeah, chose. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to my nurses. Yeah, and yeah, this is this is a song that encaptures yeah, that. Exactly. And uh, are you more of a Pinkerton or Blue Album guy? Um, I feel like you have to I, be one if I, you're. I, I think I am more of a Pinkerton guy, just because I let it. I gave it so much more time than I gave Blue. Fair. Because I, I, and that's no knock against Blue, but it was like, there's so much individual, there's so many individual aspects of Pink that I just relate to so much where I'm just like, and, and that is not necessarily a good thing, but like, yeah, there's a lot of shit that hits home for me on that one. I'm definitely say. a blue album yeah, guy, but so. like one of those things where like I I've listened to Pinkerton a hundred times. When yeah. you sent me this, I didn't know what it was off the top of my head. Really? But then okay. when but then when I heard it, I was yeah. like, oh, of course I yeah. know this. Where like I'll just listen to Pinkerton front to back and yeah. then like not register yeah. what I've just heard. Because this is this was off Pinkerton Deluxe. Yeah, they made us wait for this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my next track was "Don't Let Me Cave In" by yes. The Wonder Years. I was surprised the to see it version. take this long for a Wonder Years song to pop up on your playlist. <laughs> you know, so the first one I recorded is these. Sean, uh, I had a Wonder Years song, and Sean was like, "Yeah, you're gonna have a Wonder Years song in every episode, right?" And yeah, I'm like, "Well, so now I need to like be either weirdly specific and like." Yeah, no, that's that's fair. You gotta you gotta make it work for you. I there's a few artists I probably would say the same. I, about. I'm about to do uh, joke songs. Over okay. the weekend with Peter Clark Deutsch, okay. and uh, there's a Wonder Years song in that yeah. too. But uh, yeah, I, I love the Wonder Years so much. I could yeah. gush about them. But I, I chose the acoustic version of this song because I feel like it gives the full feel of it. Okay. Uh, where like you can kind of really get everything. Uh, right. And this is a song I used to just listen to when 
I would like just go for drives after work and be okay. like, my life sucks. Yeah. And like, I, I'm going to drive up to like the top of a hill and just like watch the sunset. Yeah, that's fair. You need some of those. You need yeah. that sometimes. And I've seen the Wonder Years play it a hundred times. You have. And that now you, you've helps. seen the Wonder Years once or twice? Uh, 11 times. Wow, okay. <laughs> Interesting for me to learn for the first time. Did you know? <laughs> uh, I knew that. Okay. <laughs> I was like, have I never mentioned that I've seen them 11 times? Um, it's come up about 11 times. <laughs> um, your next track, uh, this is one we have in common. I'll wait to talk about mine, but wait for it. From, yes. From Not Hamilton. Not the same song. Same, same, same. album. Yeah. Same show. Uh, yeah, I, I want to, on the record, say I think Wait For It is... Definitely my favorite song from this show. Uh, and and it's another, like, it's very career-centric yeah. in the lyrics. It's very, like, well, why is everyone else succeeding but me? Like, what am I, why yeah. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do? Why, is, why are A, B, and C higher than I am at whatever aspect that I'm doing? And it's also, like, I have, have you seen Hamilton? I have not. I think I'm going to go uh, in the winter. I would very much recommend you doing have that. Have you seen Hamilton? I have seen Hamilton. Oh, really? Yeah. I. Uh, did you see it with Lin-Manuel? I did see it with the original cast. Dope. Because I got my mom like very into it once I played this for her. And she became like fully obsessed with Lin that her and I like both put our money together and was just like, all right, this is what we're spending money on for like, we're not going to spend any more money for the next like six months because of this. That's awesome. But, and then we got to the show and like, she didn't realize how deep into this show I had already gotten, <laughs> but we, uh, we were maybe three songs in and my mom turned to me and said, during the, um, I think she, during like the, the intermission, uh, do you want to go out to a pharmacy and get something for your allergies? Oh, and I had to say to her, <laughs> "No, mom, I'm just. We don't need allergies. Uh, it's just that the Schuyler sisters is making me cry. And for those of you not familiar with Hamilton, that's not a sad song. I, that's one of the most upbeat songs in the entire catalog. But that's what made me start crying, and I continued to cry <laughs> for the entire rest of the performance." And during the intermission, my mom once again said, do you want to go get something for your allergies? And I said, no, my allergies are fine. It's my heart that's a mess. <laughs> like, I, I got super into Hamilton when I was working that shitty job that I was making websites for doctors. Okay. And like, I would just listen to the soundtrack front to back every day. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Driving there and back. And I would usually get most of the way through it both ways. Um, and this, this song is... The, the, like you said, the most career centric, yeah. but like it's, it's an album that like once you're in it, random shit yeah. will make you cry. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, wait for it. Could have easily been my yeah. Hamilton oh, and pick. and same with your pick for me. I would yeah. say. Um, but yeah, and this is the song from Hamilton that I'd say is probably most like a pop song. Yeah, I was, I was, I agree with that. Like, this could definitely be on the radio and work. Yeah, it stands on its own very well. Yes, I um, agree. And Leslie Odom Jr. He sings great, phenomenally. Vocals. Lynn wrote it amazingly. Lyrically, it's so well done. Um, yeah, let's let's hop to my next song, yes. "Protest Singer" by Kevin Devine. Yes, um, Kevin Devine is a singer songwriter that I adore. Right, I've uh, I'm probably gonna see him this weekend for like oh, the third awesome. or fourth time <laughs> or so. Um, and like I, he, this is one of his earliest songs, and it's one of those songs that like I always end up feeling like. You know, just 
kind of like feeling like I'm letting everyone down all the time. Yeah. And like hearing this a lot. And back when I was working at a country club, uh, when I worked at a country club, I went to work hungover like every day. Yeah, I think that's a requirement. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. It's, uh, you know, if, if you're not getting wasted every night working in, in food service, yeah. essentially, yeah. Uh, you're not doing it right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I would just get shit wrecked at night, you know, and then, like, drive to work and be like, what am I fucking doing with my life? And yeah. just being like, oh, this is everything. Yeah. And, like, I'm like, yeah, I'm protesting myself. Yeah. This is, Yeah. So, yeah, shit's rough out here. <laughs> um, not to stew in that too long. Yeah. Your next pick was "Get Up, Get Out" by Outkast. This is definitely one of my favorite Outkast songs of all time. Uh, one of my favorite rap songs, I think, of all time. Definitely pr- my favorite thing CeeLo Green has ever done. Uh, it's it's the longest song on my playlist, clocking in at seven and a half minutes, approximately. And it's just, it's the third of the career-centric songs because it's very, like, just go fucking do something. Just stop, stop just fucking sitting around feeling bad about your shit. Just go, because no one's going to do it if you don't. Oh, yeah. Like, 100%. They say it in the song because you and I got to live for you and I. And, like, that's true. And there's, like, another, like, the fact that it's just a great song. It's, there's four rappers on this song between the two members of Outkast, CeeLo Green and Big Gip, and they all deliver, like, full verses. Like, very frequently on rap songs, when there's features, you'll get, like, quick verses. Five lines Yeah, or so. but, like, yeah. The, the, they're all getting their time to really get in there and say what they want to say, and each of them hit, like, so hard in, like, different ways. In CeeLo's verse, he does the ver- his first verse and the hook for the whole song, and, like, halfway through the verse, he starts, like, having a conversation with himself, like, why aren't, why aren't you being better? And it's just like, well, what, what do you expect me to do? Like, he has a line in the song where he says, um, do you have any suggestions? Because every job I get is cruel and demeaning, sick of taking trash out and toilet bowl cleaning, but I'm also sick and tired of hustling. I never, ever thought I'd had to resort to drug smuggling. And, like, I, the first half I relate to much more because a lot of my... College degree, and a lot of my jobs are still taking out trash and toilet bowl cleaning <laughs> a lot more than I'd like them to be. But, like, and, it, and it's just, like, love Outkast to begin with. But it, it's very, it's on their first album, too, so they still were trying to get that respect that they wanted, and I, I think this played a big part in it. Video's great. Song's great. This, I love this song a lot. Um, yeah, and this this is similar to something I almost put on my playlist, which yeah. is Everyday Struggle by Notorious okay. B.I.G. Yeah. And just kind of, I I like songs that are motivational. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. Yeah. I, lit- yeah. I can't say anything more about it than you didn't already yeah, say. <laughs> the chorus is literally you've got to get up, get out, and get something. That Yeah, you do. Exactly. Um, my next pick was November by Tyler, the Creator. Right. I, I love Tyler yeah. so much. I, Same. I you know, I, I I've loved Tyler since, you know, Goblin yeah. and you know, I love Bastard too. Yeah. I rem- I have such a distinct memory of my neighbor, shout out to my neighbor Ryan, one of my best friends, showing me um, the videos for Earl and French, like when they first came out. 
And I remember the Earl video where have have you seen that video where it's like they're no it's, never it's watch weird. music videos. It's, oh, I love music videos. <laughs> it's a it's a weird video where like they drink this like concoction. Oh, and they're, like I've, pulling I've out heard their, about like, fingernails yeah. and shit. I was like that scared the shit out of me, but I liked the song. And it's then very French, Marilyn and, like, That was my like yeah, that was like my very early introduction to like the whole Odd Future crew. So it's very cool to have seen the the, the path that Tyler has yeah. taken that has led us to November. And I mean Tyler's always been emotional. Yeah, but I think that. Uh, I like Flower Boy best. I, I still haven't fallen in love with Igor as much as I think I should have. Igor, Igor's such, just such an extreme shift for yeah. him that it it's one of those things where it's like this feels like it's by a different artist. Like it's, yeah. it's so hard to compare it to any of his previous works. Um, yeah, and I think that I think that Flower Boy I think is the best Tyler album yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, it's, I would agree. It's very lush. It's very. Uh, complex and i like that tyler's kind of he he's always been emotional but this time it feels like he's being emotional and honest yeah. and straightforward way more open in in, in like a way that i wonder if that got picked yeah, up um but uh he's being honest in the way that like pop punk bands that yeah. i like are yeah, honest exactly. where like i'm like oh you know this could very easily be a wonder years song yeah um and november just kind of appeals to me because it's about imagining a special place in time right. and right. you know which for people is very infrequently when they're at work like yeah. it's where you'd rather be while you're on your way to work yeah so yeah um and that transitions nicely into yes. your final song after the song after the storm by uh Kaliuchis featuring Tyler the creator yes. this is th this had to be the last song for me because it's very like all right well that shit's over <laughs> now let's go. Now let's go. It's more fucking of a kill drive it. home from work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or for me, like a walking into work, where it's like, all right, you got all that shit you needed to get out. Now let's go, because like it's very like, hey, today might have been shit, but you have to do tomorrow also, which is good news and bad news. So and it and yeah, it's very, it's it's just a very uplifting kind of like, just kind of like keep going after it kind of song for me. But what I, what I really like about it also is that uh, towards the end of the song, like that end breakdown is also just like the sweetest reality check. Because she says, I know it's hard, but did you even really try? And Ooh, it's just like... That's a gut punch. Good point. Like, did, did I even <laughs> really try? Because sometimes I don't. Sometimes I don't. And like... Like that's what you you need to do. You need to you need to be committing yourself to shit a lot of times. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> and and it's like it it's sung so sweetly as well. Yeah. That it, that it literally hits you like that. I I need to devote more time to listening to Kaliuchis on her own because I saw her yeah, this last awesome. summer at Gov Ball just because like my friends wanted to yeah. and I was like oh this is this is cool this I album, dig this, this it's so cool. It's very relaxed, but it's yeah. also very like it's got a groove. Yeah, yeah. So and it's and it's like content-wise, there's a lot there as well. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll go to my last yeah. pick, which from Hamilton. Yes. Who lives? Who dies? Who tells your story? And this was another song that, like, like you said, for mine, I could have picked this as my Hamilton representation. Yeah. But this is a song where like I don't have to be on my way to work to cry to yeah. it. Like it's very <laughs> like I'll I'll often skip this if it comes up on shuffle for me because I'm like I I 
I'm about to go do something where I can't be crying or like I don't want to be crying right now. Sometimes I'll let it play. Like so, Shannon, my girlfriend, she, I think she only suggests it suggests it because she thinks it's the only thing we'll ever agree on. But like, <laughs> whenever we're like taking a long drive, she goes, "Oh, can you put on the Hamilton soundtrack?" Okay. And then you know we'll listen to it. And when this comes on, I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna feel something." She's yeah. like, "We could skip it if you yeah. want." And I'm like, "No, no I'm you can't. we're we're just gonna we're just gonna play it." And like, it's it's a tearjerk. Yeah. It, and it fits because it's the end of the musical, yeah, which exactly. was why I put it last. A- appropriate. Yes. Yeah. It it would be weird to put it in exactly. The yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. It, it's definitely a song that I can't listen to without crying. Like I, yeah. it, it, it's a song that I'll always sing along to as well. And I have never been able to say the line "the orphanage" not in tears. I, my voice it's, cracked now just saying it. Like <laughs> that's one of those things where, like, I don't, for 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 me, what it ends up doing is I I end up thinking a lot about mortality. Yeah, yeah, it's very like what are we even here for? Yeah, and I mean, part of why like uh, uh, right, like you're running out of time, now I can't think of the name, you know, does the same sort of thing for me, this just does it much more emotionally because you end up thinking nonstop, that's it, where you realize like I'm gonna I'm going to die one day, yeah. and, like, what do I leave Which, behind? by the way, something I think about all the fucking time. Yeah, like, not to yeah. be too much of a bummer, I, like, I sometimes have to stop reading books. I, I want to say, just to hope to normalize it, I think about myself dying all the time, baby. Like, and I'm not happy about it. Like, despite, I, despite how I sound right now, it's ev- not chill. Everything I do, I do to distract myself yeah. from the knowledge oh, that I'm going to die. Yep. Which, some people are like, oh, yeah, I'm going to die one day. I'm going to do a lot of cool things. And I'm like, no, I'm going to watch porn for seven yeah. hours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and, like, that's the thing. Because, like, it's weird. Like, it's one of those things that is is more universal than we realize. Yeah. Cause like I tweeted it makes something me feel about better that the other knowing day. that you've said that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I, like I, and it's one of those things where like for me, it's just kind of like, yeah, that's that's my day to day. Not a great thing, but it's where I'm at. But like I tweeted something similar about thinking about dying all the time the other day, and this girl that I kind of like liked the tweet, and I immediately was like, oh no, I don't want her to feel that way. Like. But she I, does. I'm, yeah, she exactly. already I'm does. I'm okay with me feeling that way, but not her. She's cool. Like I have like my, my parents. My parents aren't that old. They're yeah. they're old, but they're not that old. Yeah, they're kind of candid. They kind of candidly talk about dying yeah. in front of me, and I get furious yeah. at them. See, my parent, my parents don't talk about dying in front of me uh, because there's no time for them. Because I'm always talking about dying in front of them. <laughs> oh, but. so you're set. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, hopefully you'll die after them. Yeah, you know. uh, yeah, I, I hope so too. <laughs> I hope so for their sake. I, I obviously don't want them to die. Right. But I'm like, you know what? They got they got enough. They're going. gonna have to. I don't want to. I've already been a bit of a burden. I don't want to do this too. But yeah, it's. But this song kind of encapsulates that, and it it talks about what you leave behind. Exactly. And there's there's the part of me that romantically ends up thinking like, okay, I've I've put out a lot of writing. Yeah. I've like. I have all these recordings of shitty open mic sets yeah. saved on my phone. Maybe yeah. if I die, someone will release them yeah. and people will or enjoy they them. Won't. Well, hopefully <laughs> they won't realistically, yeah. but also like it's one of those things where it's like what legacy do you leave? Yeah, exactly. And I think I think Lynn Manuel really made a beautiful eulogy yeah, for Alexander yes. Hamilton. Fantastic. 100 years after he died. Yeah, exactly. I almost said a millennia there, yeah. but uh That'd be a really long time. Yeah, that is. That's his next time. musical, yeah. <laughs> Caesar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, but that's yeah, and it, and it's very like even 
And again, that's another aspect of dying that's been on my mind for a lot of it. Like, yeah. and this, and again, not to get too into where my mental state is, but like, I've been thinking about dying so long that like, I remember a concern being, well, who's going to get my Pokemon cards? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's not a great commercial for my mental health, but like, that's something that I've genuinely worried about. Well, and so now, and, and that's something that I still sometimes think about, but I just remember, no one. They're just going <laughs> to, my mom's just going to throw them out. Like, yeah. Well, that fucks me up because I save everything. Yeah. I'm a and, big saver. And I'm like, yeah, I'm the same way. My, my parents, if I died tomorrow, my parents would throw out so Here, much Here's shit. the thing. My mom, my mom, like, She'll throw out everything all the time, but I feel like she would get some sentimental like for shit with me. But not your sister. Like humble brag, yeah, exactly. <laughs> humble brag. My mom loves me. Like. Uh, oh, well, yeah. I, I just I have like notebooks full of shitty high school poetry. Yeah, of course. I'm oh, like, we all do. Yeah. I'm like, what? What are my parents gonna do with that? When yeah. I always think when I die, it's yeah, exactly. more if I die. Yeah. Hopefully, but yeah. Yeah. That cool. about wraps it that up. That wraps it up. Uh, what songs did you leave off? I was just going to say honorable mentions. Yeah. I think Throw it my, my first one uh, for me was uh, Run by Ski Mask the Slump God. Okay, cool. Because it's just very high energy, real quick, like, all right, snap out of it kind of deal. And it was on a different playlist with After the Storm, and it was when played in order directly after it. And so I do kind of pair those songs up together sometimes. So that that's part of why I thought cool. of it. And you also, uh, I yeah, one of the, one song that was originally on the list, but I took off was uh, "When the People Cheer" by The Roots, and that's just because the last two albums that The Roots have put out, uh, the one this is from is called "And Then You Shoot Your Cousin," and the one prior to that was called "Undone," and those are two albums that I love just so fucking much. And, like, it was very hard for me to pick one song off of that, but that, uh, off of either of them, but that was the one that I would have gone with. Nice. I left off, like, uh, this band, I love Spanish love songs. Okay, yeah. Uh, just put out uh, an EP. They have a song called Losers and a song called No Reason to Believe. I could have easily put either of those. There's a million Wonder Years songs I could have put on. Right. Uh, Bruce Springsteen's, uh, what's it called? Uh, Born to Run. Okay. Would have been great. And now I'm going to take a step back from artistic integrity uh, and say one song that I genuinely had a hard time not putting on this list is uh, a song called Forget Forever, and it's by Selena Gomez. <laughs> and it is a Selena Gomez deep cut, which is a phrase that's, that I've used strange. more times than I'm happy to admit. But again, it is very indicative of... Our, she, uh, that's the hill I'm willing to die on. I like Selena Gomez's music. Oh, no, the, you should, you and, should I, and I'm not ashamed you... of that. I think she makes a lot of fun uh, pop songs with electronic-based instrumentals, and this is one of the best of them. It's very high energy. The instrumental bangs. There's a drum break like two-thirds of the way through that I'll just fucking slam on my car and then just scream the chorus of on my way home. I'm going to have to give that a Do listen. Because, like, Honestly, I, admittedly, like, there's a lot of pop stars that I won't give proper... Uh, thought to yeah. just because you gotta like, give yeah. pop some chance sometimes yeah. yeah but yeah i also want to shout out the new taylor swift song uh that one uh the archer is great it's super sad and it's something that i'm definitely gonna stew it on my way to work i i recently told uh, a good friend of mine who loves taylor swift that i'm going to be giving her another chance taylor swift not the friend oh really yeah because uh my i i do have a favorite taylor swift song now 
Uh, oh my god, why am I forgetting the name? Um, is it a brand new one or? No, no, no. It's uh, it's off Reputation. It's um, uh, fucking. Oh, delicate. Del- I really like oh, that yeah. one. It, and it, and it was one that like the first time I heard it, I was like, this shit's corny as hell. These lyrics are whack as shit. But it, it grows but then, on. But you. then I just heard it every once in a while on the radio. And after a while, I stopped changing the sent- the the station, and I was just like, "All right, you win. <laughs> it works. You win." Uh, do you hate Taylor? Video's so- good too. Uh, it, she, she's Not just hate, like, but yeah. No, she's just like a very divisive character for me. Where I'm just like. She, she's not my cup of tea, but I'm also like she's done enough stuff. I'm Team Kanye in that whole situation. I, I think that's fair. I've kind of which is a surprise to no one that knows me. Yeah. But if I'm being honest, Beyonce did have one of the best videos of all time that year. <laughs> I've I've flip flopped a lot. Now I'm kind of red and metal. Okay. I like I I was about to switch back to Team Kanye until The Archer came out. Okay. Uh, because Taylor Swift's two most recent songs, but uh, yeah, that's fair. I don't Those know. weren't great. 1989 onward, I think. Yeah, is, that's a, that's is a solid. very good album. Yeah, I'm not going to deny that. Once once she like fully decided, okay, I do pop now. Yeah. I think I think she came into her own very well. 1989 was a very good album. Although, and this will be for another podcast, yeah. but I have strong opinions where I think that Reputation. Is her best album. Okay. I just think 1989 will be remembered as the classic. Okay. And, yeah, that's fair. But I want to get that down. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, I have a, I, I have other opinions that I'm not going to totally go into now because I've I've stirred up enough controversy by defending Selena Gomez's music <laughs> career. So I'll end. <laughs> hey, there. that's fair. Die on that it, hill. It, and it and it was her birthday two days ago. So nice. Happy birthday, Selena. Um, I think this one will end up being the first one to go up. I'm honored. Probably so. Uh, do you have anything coming up in the next, like, two weeks or so? Uh, April 3rd, we're on the same show. August 3rd. August 3rd. But we're going to do something in, on April 3rd, too. So look <laughs> April out. 3rd? Yeah, look out, you guys. April 3rd, 2020. Quote me on that. Um, <laughs> other than that, no, I don't, I don't really have anything going on. Uh, I'm about to do uh, some completely new shit at this open mic we're about to go to, and there's a chance it's going to be really bad. So that'll be fun. That's the way it goes. Yeah. All right, cool. Thanks All for... Right. Tuning in, Thank and we'll we'll jam out next time. Yes.